Welcome to the Wrong Side of the Road podcast. I'm Barnabas. And I'm Marissa. This is a weekly candid laughter-filled conversation about faith, marriage, and parenting. We hope these stories help encourage you that sometimes the wrong side of the road is exactly where God wants you. So, today we are going to talk about how we met. What do you think about that, Marissa? That's a long story. Well, it's a good thing we got some time to record it. Yes, but I have a bedtime, so. All right, before we get into that, though, let's talk about our previous weeks, our week. Yeah, so what was one high and one low for your oh, time? Okay. Um, that's a good question. I thought you were going first, so I hadn't thought about my week. Well, let's see. What was my week? I think this last week, uh, we launched, did we launch or are we second week to we launch? Launched. We launched uh, the new software for the office. Um, it went as well as one can go um, with that much stuff all happening in one week. Um, so, I mean, overall, it was very successful. Uh, still working on it. We'll be working on it for many more weeks, but it definitely was a week of long, tiresome, many 16 plus hour days, um, which left you alone to deal with the kids for a long time. So yeah, I mean, it was a definitely a long week for me, but I'm happy that it's at least out in the wild and working. So is that your high or your low? Both. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a high that it is out and working and that um, customers are able to use it and our staff is able to use it, but it's definitely a low as in terms of it's exhausting. I've put hundreds of hours into this and yeah, I mean, I still have many more 16 plus hour days in the coming weeks before Christmas. So that's not really that that's fun. That's only with, two weeks away. I know. It's not that fun with Christmas coming or the holidays, but I am... Plugging along, so I will probably be wanting to wrap up this podcast before too much longer of an hour because I will be up at two or three in the morning to continue working. Yeah, I had to pull up my calendar because I couldn't remember what this week was. Well, you do calendars for everything in your life, so it's very helpful. And I realized I had a lot going on last week, which is why I probably blocked it out. We had something every single night now that I think about it. Um, so a high. Probably was last night watching our son Callan sing in his Christmas program. I just really appreciate the church and how much they challenge the kids to go out of their comfort zone. Our son is not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, center stage on a lot of things, more shy than I would, the typical kid I would say. And so to see him wanting solos and singing the ver- saying the verses was really cool and just the message of Jesus and Christmas season was also really fun. Um, That's definitely a high. But my low, yeah, probably along with you, just the long hours that you were working. Um, And on top of all of that, I had a very, very big order with hot cocoa bombs and sourdough bread. And so not only were you gone, but I had extra stuff on my plate. So I was just a little burnt out, which... We kind of got in a little tiff argument thingy. I don't know what it was. I was mad. Let's call it that. (laughs) 
I don't even know if it really was you. Um, it was definitely me. But I'm looking back, I realized I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at the situation and took it out on you. So I think that was like time to process it. But like the situation. It's always fun when you're at work and you get a text about that. But hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's details. I'm mad at you, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, yeah. So just realizing like the situation was really hard. Last week was really hard and we were both at max capacity. I think we're really good at sharing the load. So like when I'm sick, you pick up the extra slack. And when you're busy at work, I try and pick up the extra slack. And so when both of us are busy and there's no one to pick up the extra slack. And Milo doesn't like to sleep still. Yeah. So like there was just a lot of extra slack that no one was picking up. And I think I was just finally feeling it at the end of multiple weeks of it. So just, you know, here I am processing out loud now, but that was probably my low was just the extra slack that was there. Yeah. I mean, another high for me would be looking forward to Christmas and the holiday season. I mean, because I've worked so much (laughs) that that's a little bit, we've been listening to Christmas music or I found a New band. <laughs> One of our uh, uh, coworkers uh, talked about at a Christmas party on Friday. And so that was one that I really liked. And I have enjoyed listening to the Christmas music. So that's been a high for me. And slightly last week, slightly this week, since it was Friday night. And <laughs> we, I start my weeks on Sunday. And I started listening to them kind of Saturday, Sunday. But yeah. All right. It says that you've learned a weird fact. A fact, and I'm kind of nervous to ask you, but what is your weird fact? <laughs> so uh, I am finishing up a table that was long overdue for our house, and I was reading up something about... A kitchen about... table that you started in <laughs> September. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, it's a kitchen table, and I was reading up on some stuff for it, and for some reason I came across this Reddit post that said, explain like I'm five, why your um, table saw will turn off if your finger touches it. And I thought that was so random, uh, especially since I've been using a table saw, and I don't remember all the science behind it, but basically there's something that goes through your finger, Um that allows the blades or the sensors in there to read that. And so the weird fact was when they tested in real life, they actually use sausages um, because they, that it, the sausages has the same kinetic energy or whatever as your finger. So I thought that was really weird and random. So there's so my, my random fact. So my finger was compared to a sausage. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> and I'm think. just glad they don't use real fingers to test uh there's the theories i'm not sure i'd ever want to rely on that theory so yeah, yeah just keep your finger out of the saw please so did you learn any weird random facts this week i feel like i always have random facts coming from Callan, but do i remember any of them absolutely not <laughs> all the weird animal facts okay well um i guess we can get into the story of how we met a lot of this is marissa because uh, she has lots of interesting things about this period of time. Um, Just because I, I have better memory of it doesn't mean. <laughs> I mean, I also, yeah. That, so that Marissa has lots of stories about this time. So we'll try to shorten them down as much as possible here. Um, but yeah, I mean, a little bit of backstory I think we talked about before. Uh, I switched churches. Um, Marissa says third grade. I'm pretty sure it was like second grade. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, tomato, um, tomato. So met her there. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, our families were friends well before then. 
Uh, Marissa. You are jumping store. Oh my goodness okay. gracious. Well, this is here. why we even have notes. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you know, notes even, are useless. You didn't even start at bullet <laughs> point number one. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just go back. I have a big speech I have to give tomorrow in front of a whole bunch of business people. And I do not do notes. I totally just wing it and it works out well for me. So I'm trying to actually read these notes and that's where I'm getting confused. So I'm going to let Marissa talk about this to start with. <laughs> go for it, Marissa. Fail. Uh, well, my first note was just that, like, we had small interactions before second or third grade. We're going to just say third grade to just be on the same page during the story. Sure. It could be second grade. I don't know. I don't remember. We were young. So we live in a very small town. At least I think it's small. And so we have interactions before third grade. Like similar friend groups, things like that. I went to church with your best friend, um, your dad, or no, my dad and your uncle were roommates in college. So I actually grew up calling him Uncle Jim because they were really close. And now he actually is my Uncle Jim. Um, So there were interactions before we even like really met. So I I don't remember much about that time. So yeah. Well, like, the Broombas. Yes. Yeah. Like you always hung out with them, but yet they were some of our closest friends. So yeah, just small interactions before then. Um, but then in second or third grade, you guys moved churches um, and came over to our church, my family's church at the time. And the rest is history. No. <laughs> um, and then we were forced friends is what I would categorize those beginning years is... Right? Is that what you would say? Because our parents became friends? Yeah, I mean, our parents were friends. And I, I mean, they were even friends a little bit before I think we started even hanging out um, just because of my uncle. But we were, they became a lot better friends when we switched churches. Um, we like to camp, and your family likes to camp. So that kind of started that off. And then, so yes, we, we grew up doing many of camping trips, forced <laughs> uh, to be together. Uh, but yeah, we, we had, I mean, we used force as a weird word. We had fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. We definitely had fun, but we had lots of other friends as well that were joined with us and camping in big groups with either church or friends or family or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't I'd know if we would have been friends no. outside of those experiences. Probably Just, not. No. Yeah. yeah. We live b- very different lifestyles. <laughs> What does that mean? No, we don't. I just wanted to say it. See what happens. There's a reason our parents are good friends. <laughs> anyway, continue. I had to get one random word in that's, there. That's not true at all. Also, I just looked at my notes. Do you like how I spell sophomore? I mean, it's definitely S O P H, and that's I put S O F T. Yep. This is me making notes right before we go live. This is why you wing things. <laughs> Anyways, so that was probably through sophomore year, that, which is why I wrote sophomore year. About that time that we we did a lot together. We camped. We were we church, we, activities, church activities. Our events. our our group our our grade was very very close. Yeah, I mean we had one of the biggest grades in our town for a long time, and so. A lot of friends, either from church or school or whatever, we all kind of knew each other, hung out together. Um, we all had our little, like, smaller group of friends, but for the most part, when we did stuff, we all did things together. Yeah, so. our, our, I really am thankful for the looking back at, like, 
our grade level and how close we were and some good memories that I have with not just all the girls, but the guys. And, you know, we were a mixed company and we all loved hanging out together. Um, so that would take us about to sophomore year. Sophomore year, we really started like choosing to talk to each other, maybe is the word. Yeah. Outside of church events. And so, and that's when the, the, I mean, phone, the like phones become end into of sophomore year. I think. Yeah. The phones come into play. And so, you know, you have 20, you have 20 text messages for the month or, or you have to make phone calls after nine o'clock at night. I remember doing that. Yeah. I got in trouble many a times for having way too many phone or text message conversations. Yeah. You pay for, you know, 200 text messages a month and now we have unlimited text messages and can't imagine staying under 200. But anyways, T9, which you were a pro at. Yes, um, I was. I could drive a stick shift. And text. Which is not good. And we don't want our kids to ever do that. Yes. What she said. But anyways. um, So about that end of sophomore year, we started really just hanging out. And I I would say choosing to be friends. Um, Let's see. So after that. And that's when rumors started flying. Yes. And Marissa doesn't (laughs) do well for rumors on anything. No. I... I did not handle it well. Let's okay. Call what it is. I didn't handle it well, but in all fairness, I didn't know how else to stop the rumors and I didn't like you. So the rumor was that you and I liked each other because we were talking all the time, which was not true. I had no intentions of ever liking you. Yeah. I mean, at that point in time, I don't (laughs) think there was any liking that happened. Did you like me? Not at that point in time. No. Um, I do distinctly remember what you were going to say. That I'll just say it. She definitely texted me and said, <laughs> nope, we're no longer talking. Bye. See you later. <laughs> I did not. And I did more not or less did words. not text me or talk to me at all. Ghosted me completely if that was even a thing back in whatever time that was. But I was sitting in my grandma's kitchen when I got that text. I remember wow. it distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of emotions there. Okay. But no, I mean, I don't think either one of us really liked each other at that point in time. We just hung out and... Because we hung out with other friend groups, and I remember the friends at that point in time, we just talked a lot, <laughs> mainly because some of the other friends were doing dumb, crazy things, probably. Yeah. And we hung out and talked, and because yeah. my statement earlier wasn't true, we are a lot alike. So <laughs> <laughs> we got along and had communicated that way. But yeah, so yeah, that was junior year. Yeah, so junior year, there was... I mean, we hung out at church and, you know, family events, but... But she would not talk to me after that text But message. I don't... Yeah. But outside of that, we did not text. We did not hang out extra or anything else like that. So that was our junior year, which was non-existent for the most part. Yep. Sorry. Um, and then senior... Senior... Man, I can't talk tonight. Senior year happened. Yeah. So, I mean, senior year, um, I have owned... I had already owned one company at that point in time. Um, and so I decided to start working at <coughs> the local Culver's in town here. And Just you. What? Just you. I mean, you didn't start there, did you? Yes, I did. Well, anyway, we both started working <laughs> at the local Culver's in town. We both opened the, and, the store. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we because of that, we had to talk to each other again. <laughs> and it kind of hung out and communicated at work and had all that fun stuff and i would say we grew closer during that time in terms of 
communicating outside of just work and school or whatever. Yeah. I started learning that I could talk to you with not have rumors. You know, the rumors had died down at that point in time. So I was like, oh, I can talk to him again. And we just really like hanging out. And I think we have the same sense of humor. And so someone gets our weird sense of humor, I guess. So that was fun. But yeah, I think every senior, junior in the area worked at Culver's at some point in time. It was the new cool restaurant. They played up, they paid over minimum wage. So at that point in time, you know, you're making a bunch of money. Just kidding. No, I mean, I was actually making I know, you a were, lot of but money. the normal average person, because <laughs> yeah. you are not normal or average in the working field. That, but. that is very true. But no, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that was a weird time in my life as well. I was going through a lot of uh, questioning about things. I'm not sure, not sure exactly what I was wanting to do with my life. Not sure how I was wanting to follow God or not follow God. Um, so just had a lot of different struggles in my life at that point in time. And I think we, because I knew that you went to church and actually cared about some of that stuff and my other friends at the time probably didn't, um, I think we were able to communicate and have like a deeper level conversation or talk um, during those years. I mean, my senior year basically was filled of, sorry, mom and dad, but uh, selling my homework (laughs) to (laughs) make it back for paying for my homework um and working so i mean i easily hit overtime by like tuesday afternoon uh or closing time so i worked a lot and so i also made a lot of money during that time and so i blew it on not probably the best things in the world so anyway we'll leave that story for another time (laughs) but it was a good time i think to uh just talk to marissa i remember a distinct time of us driving in the car um not getting lost. That's a different story for another day, but just talking, um, and kind of me allowing myself to ask questions that were only internal that my other friends would not have cared about whatsoever. So I think I just remember that as a distinct time of growing deeper in a relationship together. (laughs) And yes, I said that weird. You did say that very weird. So yeah, I mean, you can talk about what happened after that. But yeah, after I feel like, well, I feel like up until that point, I would be considered a goody two shoe. Like, I didn't break any rules. You still are. Okay, a I'm still two-shoe. very good, much that way. But I feel like to the extreme, like, I didn't question anything. I just was, did what I was told. And to hang out with you felt rebellious. Wow. <laughs> Not that you were bad, but like that, w- b- because you were just different living differently at that point in time like with you know um you were not you were questioning things which is fine i think i you know i'm thankful for that because then i could question things down the road and make my faith my own but because you were doing that it felt rebellious to me to hang out with you because i don't my parents loved you but I don't know if they like... They didn't like me. Leave me alone. <laughs> but they didn't love that I hung out with you. Yes. And so instead of going out and doing drugs or alcohol or, you know, any of those things, that was my safe rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Staying at, uh, what was it, Steak and Shake with Nick and I till 2 or 3 a.m. and getting in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. So at that point in time, for me, that was like me being able to like safely figure out who I was if that makes sense yeah as well 
Yeah, like, I so. mean, our senior year was a lot of that. <laughs> um, so anyway, after uh, senior year, uh, the summer after high school, uh, I got this great idea to ask you out. No, 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 no. All summer, we unofficially dated. Whatever. We hung out so much that summer. But we didn't actually date. But we were not dating officially. You're right. <laughs> anyway. There was a lot. Yeah. We did a lot of late night chats because we would close down Culver's. And so after after closing Culver's, we'd go to Applebee's half price apps. I remember that. Yeah. All my friends like to start their nights at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So we would often close Culver's and then stay up until two or three in the morning and then oftentimes i opened again in the next morning yeah. as well i did not get a lot of sleep but anyway um right before marissa left for college i decided i was going to ask her to date me um that was a terrible timing i can guarantee you that so do you want to tell the story of how i asked you <laughs> do you remember i do remember okay. you we were well we were camping and you had to, you always were working and you had to submit payroll or something. Yeah, I was the general internet. manager at the time, so I had to run into town yeah. and submit payroll. You needed internet. And so we were in the middle of nowhere with no phone service. So we finally found a Walmart to park in or McDonald's or something to get Walmart. To get internet. And we were on our way. No, you asked me while we were sitting there in the parking lot, which is very romantic, by the way. Um you asked me the way I do it. I know I should have been known from then on your standards. But anyways, you asked me to date you in the parking lot while you're submitting payroll. And I was like, um, heck no. Like it had never crossed my mind to do to be anything but friends. Like I had not dated. Marissa before. doesn't read room clues very well when I it don't. comes to those things. Well, I, I had never <laughs> dated. I had never like been asked out and I was fine with that. I was living my best life. having friends with guys and girls and like that wasn't even on my radar. I liked what we had. And so I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and then on the way home, because we didn't have service, we got lost. Not on the way home with the way back to the camp. Yeah. Like on the way back to the camp. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, so it was a long ride back with no service, no way to get back, and Marissa just said no. So that was a fun time. Yeah, you were a real peach to drive back with. So we got back. You kind of like stormed off into your family's camper. I did not storm off. We just went our separate ways. We didn't really talk it much. It was enough that like my dad asked. I remember my dad asking like, is he okay? And I was like, yeah, fine. And we, I didn't like, we just didn't talk that night. And I went into I don't think that. we talked for the whole rest of the weekend, did we? Not, I mean, like, we had to, like, but not really. Yeah. It was a very awkward time. And so I remember texting one of my friends and, like, this just happened. Like, what in the world? I told him no. And she's like, well, what do you have to lose? Like, it's not like you're marrying him. And I was like, okay, I guess. Like, what? I, I just had, it hadn't even crossed my mind, like I said. So all these new things were coming in like you would think however many years later we've been married i'd learned that springing something on you never worked well <laughs> no. but i don't because it's always entertaining now to watch the reaction yeah. for the most part so i was like all right so on the way home i said dad i'm gonna drive home with barnabas and so we drove home together and i said you know i've been thinking i'll date you if you ask my parents permission 
again, r- referencing the goody two shoe concept. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you, dear soul, you, you faced my dad. Did you go to McDonald's? Honestly, I don't remember, but yes, I think we went to McDonald's because I remember, I know he loves McDonald's. So I do. Yes. Yes. We did go to McDonald's. It's coming back now. Yep. We went to McDonald's and I don't remember anything other than I just asked him. I remember hash browns were involved (laughs) in Mountain Dew. Those are about the only two things I remember. Yeah. So you asked him, he, he said yes, but then later on. Like, I feel like there's miscommunication because there is arguments and whatever. But at that point in time, I was like, this is me being like, I want to do what I want because that was not something I was used to doing. And so I was trying to find my footing and and speaking my voice. And so I will clarify. He did say yes. He did. But then there was miscommunication on like what that all entailed. I feel like I don't think there was really any communication of what that entailed. And then it wasn't whatever they entailed. Yeah. And so that's kind of what. Got frustrating or something. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it all worked out in the end, but yeah, in the, in the very beginning, it was tense. I think it was j- more of the concept of me even dating in general. Yeah. Because I had never, you know, that hadn't been something that my parents had prepared for up until that point. And so, yeah, so I think that probably played a part of it. Looking back as a parent now, like knowing that your kids are going to date, like, what the heck? <laughs> Um, so then I, like less than a month later, that same month, I went up to Michigan for school in Grand Rapids. I don't know. It's such bad timing. Yeah. I mean. Because during that time, you also went on vacation with your family down to Tennessee or Kentucky. We went to Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So like we weren't even together that full month before I went off to school. Did, is that the time when you came with me, though? No. We were... Because one of the times I went down with my family, it really doesn't matter, but I went down and you came with, and then we flipped and we went to your family's place afterwards. Yeah, that was with Caleb's wedding in the summer. Whatever. Continue. References. We're already like at 30 yeah. minutes on oh, this podcast. Oh, crap. We got to faster. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, we won't talk about all the fun gifts that you got. <laughs> Can we please talk about that real quick? Sure, go ahead, real quick. I thought it was awesome, but she has never made stop fun of me. She's never stopped making fun of me since I did Okay, so Barnabas is a great gift giver 98% of the time. The other 2%, he is totally off base, like not even in the ballpark. He came back... It's so funny. He came back with a waxed hand from, was it Ripley's Believe It or Not? I don't know. Some yeah, something like that, where you can make a wax hand of yourself. He made it in the shape of I love you and then <laughs> painted it black. So it's a black hand with a red ribbon around it for Grace College Colors, which is where you went to school with your name on it. it At the time, I thought it was awesome. It was the ugliest thing ever but i felt like we were so new in the relationship that i didn't have the words to say it's but ugly (laughs) and so you gave it to me and you left to go home after visiting and my roommates were like what the heck and i was like yeah it's fine and so i put it away (laughs) until you'd come and visit and then i'd pull it out and put it on my stand (laughs) 
so I didn't feel bad. But now I can say it's ugly. It was soft base. Anyway. Good luck next time. <laughs> anyway, so we did a long distance re- relationship for a year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I traveled a lot. Uh, most weekends or felt like most weekends that I was not working. I was in Michigan. Yeah. And I love that time. Like, but I also regret parts of that time because we were so like in the, like, I love you stage that I missed out on a lot of friends that I could have made and a lot of college experiences that I could have had, which I don't regret being with you. But at the same time, I regret some of my actions of like, being so in love but i think a lot of people who are in that early lovey-dovey phase do that too they block everyone out friends etc yeah I mean, why are you giving me that look you don't think that no i'm not giving any look other than i'm tired um okay. yeah i mean i i agree with that i mean i think we spent a lot of time together or a lot of time when we weren't together talking about being together excuse me um and so yeah i mean we probably miss or we did miss parts of college and the freshman year but at the same time you also sleep a lot more than me so i felt like i still had plenty of my uh college year because again most of my friends start the nights when well after we go to bed at this point in stage in our lives. Um, so I felt like I still did a lot of stuff with them or whatever afterwards. But obviously there was always the girlfriend type thing that had to be dealt with or, you know, whatever that yeah. is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't regret any of it, but it definitely did change some of college. Yeah. And no, if, if you guys are in that stage, definitely don't block out those friends that are going to be there for the rest of your life as well. Because that's they're important too. So, anyways, all that to say, that's my little tidbit for that season of love life. Yeah, I mean, we kind of flew through the end there, but well, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about more of it throughout the podcast. But I mean, that is how we met. That is kind of a yeah, high thirty thousand. You were my you. you were my first kiss, first hand holding, which that was a whole new experience in of itself. Like just everything new, yeah. and I was not your first. Nope, but we're not talking about all that stuff. So, no, I, I, I just, it's not bad. It's yeah, no, I mean it was different. It mm-hmm. was, I mean we've talked about different things. It was different for you versus me for whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I don't regret any of it. Obviously. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I don't know if we have much more to say on that. I, I'm sure you have plenty more to say. I'm giving you the stink eye. Why? No, because your little comments. <laughs> um, no, I think it was some, some important details. Like while you were, you know, senior year questioning your faith, I think later on I was allowed to question my faith and you helped me through that. So I think that was something that brought us together, just having faith conversations and figuring out what we do and don't believe. And we got to do that together. So I feel like that was something in our relationship that was super important for falling in love. Um, yeah, later we did that again in our life as well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like some things that we learned from the original time helped us through being able to communicate about what happened six, seven years ago. So, yep. So freshman year, I was away End of freshman year at the end of May, I can't move back home 
and we got engaged. And then sophomore year, I'm trying to think, spring break of sophomore year. That was so long ago. It does feel like forever ago. We're going to come up on 13th in March. 11 years. I don't know why I just said 13. We've been together. We are, we officially yeah. been dating whatever for, 11, for 13 But years. 11 years in March of marriage. And so got married spring break of sophomore year of college, 2013. Yeah. Yes. I always have to go three, two, one, three. Oops. Was I not supposed to say that? <laughs> no. You can bleep that part out. <laughs> um, anyway, so 11 years, we moved into a farmhouse with another family who had eight kids. That was the best birth control ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I moved out of the dorm um, at the end of my freshman year and into uh, upstairs <laughs> above a garage apartment. And then uh, we have a long-standing relationship with this couple. And <laughs> we still, to this day, still play cards. Um, but we had them over for dinner and we um, ended up talking and we ended up deciding that we were going to live with them. Um, after we got married, and so I'm, there's a whole long story about that, I'm sure, um, that can be brought up later. But, yeah, I mean, that helped us a lot in our early years of marriage. I think that uh, those friends are still probably what I consider, like, our marriage mentors. Like, they have, they're a big part of our love story, and they're people that I look up to in their marriage, so. Yeah. Um, so... You have some rapid fire questions here. No, at the end. I just. <laughs> uh, do you have anything that you want to add to this? Or getting a little long? I feel like. Yeah, I mean, we kind of wrote down here. If it annoys you before, it will annoy you after marriage. Um, I don't have a distinct thing. You wrote it, so I made mean, you have no, a distinct thing. No, I don't either. Thing? Just things that I've learned, like you know, getting married. We were. I mean, we were young when we got married. Yeah, we were both twenty. I couldn't even get a hotel or rent a car for our honeymoon. Yeah. No, we were both 20. So, like, we got married very young. Um, And so I think you're a a little naive. Just because... Not in a bad way, but you haven't lived life yet. And so... I think you think everything's going to change when you're married. And while some things do change because you're on your own and you're together and you have to live life together without anyone else... There's some things that don't change. And so just to know that, but the things that you love about them are usually going to just be amplified as, you know, after marriage as well. So there's good and bad. I don't know why I wrote the bad down. I was also dealing with kids while I wrote this. So maybe I was annoyed. So I guess, I mean, we wrote the question, would you marry young again? Not that you can marry young again, but <laughs> would you do that again? Um, that's a good question. Maybe. Answer wisely. I know. I don't. Re- I don't regret what we did. I sometimes wonder what experiences we missed out on being single or including friends and more things or or maybe even waiting to have kids until later in life um we 
our we I feel like because of our growing up experiences and what our parents have taught us, our friends groups are always five years ahead of us. Yeah. And so while we were 20, we were hanging out with the 25 year olds. And so I feel like I almost missed out on what a typical 20 to 25 year old would live. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. And so while I don't mind, I think there's importance of knowing who you're going to marry. If you're going to marry that young. And like why you want to get married that young. Is it just because you want to um, have sex? Then that might not be, you know, that's not going to live last you your whole marriage. But is it because you guys can both serve the Lord better together? Then, yeah, like go ahead and get married young. Yeah. I mean, would I marry young again? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think I would. Um I enjoy doing the experiences with you. And so I think, I don't know. I'm not sure I would have done much different. I mean, I wouldn't have done much Maybe I should have phrased the question. Would you recommend someone else getting married young based off of your experiences? It depends. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which is why I I mean, it really does because like, I mean, at that point in time in my life, I had done a lot of things on my own. I mean, I wasn't obvious again. I was young. Still am young. Um, but I felt like I had done a lot of stuff that, yeah, I mean, I did short of me traveling more in the world more by myself. Um, I was ready to be married, uh, be with someone. Uh, there's definitely hard times with that of learning what it actually means to be. What's the word I'm looking for? For this sounds really bad. Just <laughs> um, say bad. No, but like being fully committed and, you know, still. <laughs> Not being like, oh, hey, I have a wife, but then I want to go do this part of my own by myself, play video games with friends all night long, go hang out with friends, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it depends on what your situation is, what your maturity level is, what what you've been raised, what you've been taught, your financial level as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we are lucky that we had good jobs, are smart with our money, and quite frankly, got really lucky with certain outcomes <laughs> that we had early on in our life. Um, and Not luck. Thanks to the Lord. Yes. But like, I mean, yes. Thanks to the Lord. But we got we got lucky with the Lord um, with certain little things um, that happened. So, yeah, I mean, I think I would get married young again. So I think I would probably not have kids as young as we did mm-hmm. um, just because that took away a lot of the... Uh, free will of us being able to go do what we want to do. I mean, we both like to travel. We both like to have our alone time. We both, <laughs> we both like to do a lot of those things. And I think, um, we didn't get to do a lot of those things because we were young, married in school and we had, or you had gallon before we'd even graduated. No, college, I was pregnant we? as I walked the stage in. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. I mean, you, oh, I graduated you were in, the, in December. I, I walked the stage in May. Sick. And June, he was born. So I walked eight months pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't have like that. We didn't yeah. have time of like, hey, you know, we both make good money. We can go travel or go f- experience these different things or whatever that might be because we went from young, <laughs> dating, married, kids, all kind of within what, three, four years, something like that. Three years, so, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I would probably have waited to have kids more looking back. Yeah, and I think our story is different where God has placed us intertwined since birth. You know, our stories have started there. And so I think there's a difference there of we've known each other. We've seen each other grow up. We've seen each other, you know, how how you treat your parent, how you treat your mom and dad. I've seen that a lot. I've seen how, you know, your family loves you. I've seen how you love the Lord. So I think there's a difference there. We saw a lot of stuff outside of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We lived a lot of life together outside of that. And so I think there's also our story is very different compared to a lot of other people who would maybe be marrying young. Yeah. I mean, well, we have, we had a lot. I mean, I, (laughs) Marissa did not necessarily associate with these people, but like I had a lot of friends that had gotten married really early. Um, and, I can, yeah. I mean, all of them have either been divorced, mm-hmm. are divorced, on their second or third wife. Only one of them got divorced and is back together now with his wife. Um, so I mean, I I think there's a lot of <laughs> there, there's a lot to that of getting married young and not having any idea what you're wanting, what you're doing, mm-hmm. not communicating. Um, most of them had all gotten married to people that they met at college or right out of high school or were like, you know, some, I guess not a lot of them. Some of them had been dating these people all through high school, but they had never done anything outside of high school. And so I think they didn't have any experience of what it was like not to be with someone else too. So, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We look back at weird, <laughs> we just had a weird intertwining um, throughout life. I think a little bit in that, that helped. And Yeah. Yeah, I think we both were raised to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To have stand, uh, high standards and not to drop down for those and the person that we're looking for. I think a lot of times when you're marrying young, sorry, I'm going to cough. <clears throat> I think when you are wanting to marry young because you are so in love and like I was in the I love you stage and you know, everything else doesn't matter. But when you're in that stage, nothing else matters, even those red flags. And I think because we grew up, we didn't we didn't have to worry about the red flags in the lovey-dovey stage because we had seen those beforehand or, or the orange flags or the green fa- flags, whatever the colors are. I don't even know. But like we have seen all, the good, bad and the ugly before we were in the I love you stage where all of our blinders are on. Where I feel like a lot of people who, yeah, like yeah, just have those blinders and they need that's important to to look up because I, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. So it's getting late. Well, we are going on like forty three minutes on this podcast. So, anything that you want to say to wrap up tonight? Nope, I'm glad I married you eleven years later. Yes, I'm glad I married you too. 11 years later or 13 years together yeah, or whatever. (laughs) I also cannot believe that it's been that long too. Wow. Yeah. God has worked some. We've been through a lot. Incredible (laughs) stories in (laughs) In 11 11 years. years. So, okay. I think that's it for us. Yep. Okay. Um, Bye.